You really need to talk to the folks here at Next Level. I've got to tell you, just speaking to the people here, they are fired up, they get it, they've got the right balance, and they're all increasing their income, they're increasing their production. But you're dealing with uh, people that are in the trenches, dealing with this, our practitioners, had failures, had successes, learned from it, and it's about helping you, not just like get through the next month, but it's about creating legacy business for yourself. And I can tell you that um, you are mission focused, I know you're purpose focused, and, and I can tell you that every loan officer that I've communicated with um, that's been part of your platform has been a raving fan. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast, a proud founding member of the Real Disrupt Podcast Collaborative. You can check out more awesome podcasts at realdisrupt.com. And now, Kenneth Travis and Sean Zalmanoff. Hello, everybody. Kenneth Travis here with Next Level Loan Officers Podcast with my partner, Sean Zalmanoff. Sean, how are you today, my friend? Man, KT, any day we get to hang out is a darn good day for, for the both of us, right, man? That's it. It's always a win, baby. It's always a win. Uh, guys, today we have a special guest. We have a 21-year veteran out of North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, who is the Mortgage Smith team, who's going to be sharing some amazing content with us today and a little bit about um, who he is, what he represents, and the success that he has had inside the mortgage business. John Smith, welcome to our podcast, man. Thanks for being here. And uh, say hello to everybody, dude. You bet, Sean, Kenneth. Hey, thanks so much, man. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, thrilled to be here, man. Yeah, that's good. The stuff. one thing I, I liked about what John was telling us before we got on is, you know, y'all, so, so John, as KT just said, he's been doing this for 21 years, but about two years ago, he did something very different in his business that, that we're going to talk about a little bit later. But John's evolving with the time. We all have to evolve with the time in order uh, to make our business better and, and to make it grow. And, and John, kudos and kick ass for, for doing what you did uh, in, in order to change your business and, and really your life as well too, man. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, originally from Michigan, born and raised. So the first 10 years of my career uh, in Michigan, so where of course I met my wife and started a family there. Um, and then, uh, you know, 2008 came, kicked me in the face, <laughs> kicked everybody in the face. I should say that's even better description, kicked everybody in the face in tough times. And, uh, we sat there and said, everything's coming apart. The mortgage business that I had at that time, everything's just falling apart. Do we want to go broke and starve and freeze? Or do you want to just try to go to greener grasses and we might still go broke and free or still go broke? But at least we're not going to freeze in Charlotte, North Carolina. So in 2009, we, we moved to Charlotte. And uh, at that time, I used a mantra that said adversity breeds creativity. So I, I decided I had to get real creative really quick when I went to a place that I didn't know a soul to get business rolling. Yeah. So what did you do? <laughs> I poured into video marketing. That's what I did. I poured into video marketing. I just said, I'm going to do this 2009. Um, nobody was, I mean, very few people were doing video marketing. Heck, not enough people do video marketing today <laughs> in 2020, for crying out loud. I'm still uh, shocked or surprised when people say, ah, I'm not comfortable with doing video. I just uh, blows my mind. So, so many people are just so afraid of it, John. And it's the funniest thing, man. It's like they think that they don't like the way they look. They don't like the way they sound. Their <laughs> nose is too big or their nose is crooked like mine or whatever. And I'm thinking, man, 
you should get over that because that's how we see and hear you in the grocery store when we bump into our friends. We don't avoid them when we see them, you know? So well, there's all things we'd like to change, but man, I'm like, you know, KT and I both outkicked our coverage with our wives. We continue to have a lot of success and, and it works there. So damn, I might as well be on video as well too, because it's going <laughs> to hit with somebody. Yeah. If yeah. anyone can pull it off as well as Sean, dude, anyone can do it. Just <laughs> I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I tell when people you say that comment to me too about, um, uh, well, I don't like the way I look or like the way the sound. I kind of pause, look to my right, left, and I lean in and I say, um, you do realize that's how you look and sound off camera. Too. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you, uh, so you kicked off, you know, a video campaign. You did a video every day for two years. Every week. Every week. Once a week. Oh, every week for two years. Yep. So what, so how did that change your, how did that change your trajectory in your business? Like what, what started happening? by doing that work on a consistent basis? Yeah. Uh, once I did on a consistent basis, I just became known. I always call myself, you know, John, the mortgage Smith. Um, that's what I just branded myself, the mortgage Smith, uh, John, the mortgage Smith. And when I started doing that, and of course that takes time, but I did it. I just felt convinced that video marketing was going to be the path. The reality is I had my back up against the wall. We had no money, everything, you know, we were broke. I just, we just moved to Charlotte. We didn't know anybody. And here I was still in a hundred percent commission field. I uh, had to make an income. Um, uh, just, you know, in terms of logistics of our family, my wife needed to be home with our children. They were still young, uh, had different challenges. So I had to make money. So pouring into video marketing, I just committed to doing it every week. And then after, I don't know, I don't know, a certain period of time, maybe it was six months, maybe it was a year. I just started honestly getting recognized. People would say, oh, you're John the Mortgage Smith. I might stop by an open house or I might uh, be at the closing and the listing agent on the other side said, hey, I know you, you're John the Mortgage Smith. So um, I knew it was working. Um, you know, everybody I got, I got a business card from and send it. I blasted my email or my video out in email. And um, but I also started using this little um semi-unknown platform in 2009 called a, a Facebook and started doing, a, doing that as well too <laughs> and friending people and putting my videos. So video marketing was the, the launch of my career. So John, six months to a year and you started getting recognized. How long before you started actually getting business from it? I would say to, it was probably closer to that six months to a year. Maybe, maybe I, I don't know, nine months might be a good number to pick. Um, but it, it, it takes a while for people to kind of know, like, and trust you, if you will, uh, to build that rapport and that relationship with video. So it's, it, it's going to take a while. It, it does. I like, there's so many, I was just talking to somebody who started doing video, uh, two weeks ago. I was talking to him yesterday and his second video dropped on Monday. Okay. I'm talking to him and he's like, well, I haven't got any business from it yet. And I was like, dude. <laughs> Like, this is not a, you're going to get business from this to tomorrow kind of thing. It's an investment. Like a, a, as loan officers, a, as high D people, like, man, it's, you're jumping. It's like, oh, that didn't work. Let me try something else. Ooh, new shiny object. That sounds great. That worked for John. That Let me try something else. Oh, that worked for KT. Let, let me try that. Like you have to make the investment in doing it and you have to put the time in and if you're getting business in six months, that's great. But man, it could very well take a year before you start to see dollars return on it. 
right. we're in a, you know, we don't sell uh, pens and pencils for a living. And, right. and when it does start to return and it does start, like it's a floodgate that opens up. And so right. Got to yeah. put in there. I don't know anybody. And Alan Christian, he, he's been on our podcast. He's one of our coaching clients as well. Man, did I, I don't know anybody who's done video to the extent that he has. But dude, like, he just he calls a realtor up right now. It's like being like the, the captain of the football team, man. He calls them up, and they just say, yeah, I'll go out with you. Um, <laughs> and he's, he's just done such a great job that you, you got to put in the time. And, you know, it took him nine or ten months before <laughs> that started yeah. to, to happen for him. So I just I want everybody listening to understand that if you make a commitment to do it, you have to make a long commitment to do it in order to really see the results. It's yeah. a mindset, man. It's a mindset in terms of uh, I didn't do it to get business necessarily directly. So I didn't correlate putting video to getting a transaction. I put out a video to build my brand. And that was my, I want to build a brand. I want to be known as this guy. I want people in the grocery store to say, you're John the mortgage myth, aren't you? And that started happening. That took a year, a year and a half for that kind of, those kind of comments. But when you get those individual comments at an open house or at a grocery store or someplace, um, you know, it's more than just that one person. So I just wanted to build that brand. It was to me, it was about building brand, building that was building business. It, it, the transactions would come, I always figured. And if you, if you all want to know someone about building a brand, like in, in the mayor of somebody's town, like if Kenneth Travis decided to run for the mayor of Gilmer, Texas, like, dude, the mayor wouldn't stand a chance. Like, oh, yeah. like he yeah, is the most popular guy around. I've, I've, I've had the pleasure of coming and hanging out with him on the ranch. And, like, dude, it, it's just you going anywhere with this guy. And if half the people in there don't know him, like, they must not be from town. Because everybody knows you. KT, you've done such a great job of building the brand over – the, the last, what, 19 years now that you've been doing this? You know, they, there's a saying that, you know, game recognizes game. And John said something. He goes, man, I, I popped myself into a new community where I knew nobody and I just started doing videos. And that's all it takes. Guys, I'm just telling you. Like, it's that, it's that simple hard, right? Because it does take work and it does require consistency but there's no rocket science behind it. You want brain, uh, brain recognition in your marketplace. You want people to know who you are. Just do videos. Like that's how simple it is. And so, so John, thanks for sharing that stuff, man. That's, uh, <clears throat> that's definitely something that if somebody's truly wants to grow and they have a traffic problem, yeah. it's free. It's only going to take your time in planning and being consistent. And you will definitely see the needle move in your business. So, you move along here and you start originating deals and you start closing business, you know, and we, and it's important to note that like what we're talking about is a process, right? Doesn't happen overnight to Sean's point, but it does happen. So share with us a little bit about like <clears throat> the type of success you were getting, how it grew and what was like the number one thing that you did inside of your business it's like a game that you said, like you told me on, you know, on pre-call is like, dude, it was like life changing for me. Right. Why don't you just share with the loan officers that are listening, which part of it was life, you know, so what did it look like, like the process getting there and your, your income, your production, the numbers. And then you got to another point where your freedom went up drastically. Do you mind sharing that with us? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, like I said, when I first moved here to Charlotte, I used the term, I knew so few people, I didn't even know a stranger. That's how few people I knew here. Nobody. We just chose Charlotte. And so in the beginning, it was just a matter of I had to make some income. I mean, I had to make some income. I mean, I clearly remember my first transaction and that who that borrower is are friends of mine now. And they've done four or five transactions with me. Um, and that was the jumping off part. So in the beginning, I was like, Lord, I just need to make $5,000 a month. Just, just, I just got to make four, $5,000 a month. It means 2009. Everything's coming apart. I'm in Charlotte. I don't know a soul. I'm pouring out um, video marketing. And so I did. I was lucky enough and worked enough and got the attention enough. And I was able to make that. And then as, you know, and I continued to do that. And I was really just the hands-on guy. But at that time, I needed the dollars. I needed, you know, I was putting in the effort, putting in the work. And there was some urgency behind it. But the truth is, after about 17 years, I'm going to be just honest here. Um, 17 years, I was burned out, guys. I was burned out. Um, I was burned out of just taking, you know, what's your social security number? Where do you work at? What's your employment? Following up with it, you know, hey, agents, can I take you out for a coffee? Or, oh, yeah, let me get you some flyers. I was burnt out of that. And I just couldn't, just didn't know if, I was even thinking like, I don't know if I could continue doing this. I'm just not happy. Um, Luckily, uh, I hired a coach. Um, he wasn't, uh, it turned out to be not the, not a good fit, but in the beginning he gave me one good piece of advice and he said, you're going to write a book because you're going to write a book. Um, so there was kind of a triggering event that just said, I got to change how my business is radically. And I got to get, I wanted to do like attraction marketing, attract agents to me, attract business to me, instead of me putting so much effort and work of reaching out for it. I call it above the line and below the line in my head, that's the way it is. But then once I wrote this book, it just, uh, it, it, it changed my life because then it put me on the path of, I want to be a speaker. I want to be a teacher. I want to be a coach. Um, and that's how I want to track business to me. And, um, it worked. So now you're the mortgage guy. You're coaching two real estate offices. They invite you weekly to, to train their agents. Yep. Um, you, uh, your business is growing. Yeah. Uh, but, but you're in this position of like all of us get, uh, KT and I've both been doing this 18, 19 years now. And, and there's just a point where originating the 4,712th loan is, is, is not like originating the third loan. The, the, the excitement, the, some of the monotony just, just grows on you. Not mm-hmm. that you're above it. It's, it's incredibly important to get done, but right. you need a team. Yep. And so, so you started to build a team and you hired one key person on this team, right? Right. Yep. So then, like I said, that, that book and what changed was uh, three years ago and then was trying to do both for about a year and a half and realized, Sean, I couldn't do both. I couldn't pour into all the marketing efforts that I wanted to draw attention and draw agents and draw business to me. And I was still having to do the grind part of it. And I finally, a, a different coach through that process said, you got to let go. And so, yeah, I hired a client success manager. I hired someone to do all my grind work. He was a, uh, is a great fit. I had all the attributes that I was looking for. And honestly, I got just really, I interviewed two or three or four other people and they just kept talking about 
the compensation. <laughs> and they talked about different things and it just didn't seem, but I knew I had to get somebody, but luckily I'm actually lucky. None, none of them actually said, Oh, I'll do it. And then, uh, I connected with this one guy and kind of like I said, he had great, all, all the assets I was looking for, all the variables I was looking for. And so uh, really, what does he do? What, what are the key three or four things that he takes off your plate now? Yeah, he does. Um, so I, I have the initial conversation with the, so an agent, uh, may contact me and say, Hey John, can you call Bill Jones? I'll call Bill Jones and I'll have that initial conversation. Cause I'll, yep. Right away. And I'll, and I'll call Bill Jones and I'll be like, Hey Bill, this and this and this, da, da, da. but I'm walking to a meeting, but it's important to get in touch with you. And then I do a pass off to my client success manager. Can I have my client success manager con- contact you? We want to help you out and get things rolling. Can I have him give you a call right away? Yes. That borrower contacts me directly, same thing. Hey, Bill, great chatting with you. And I'll get some preliminary information to kind of get them on the hook. So I'll go, you know, what are you looking to buy, Bill? Um, this and this, uh, you're doing this. So, you know, where do you work at? I'll get in a rapport and I'll take quick notes and I'll do about 75% of the application. If it's going well and everything, I might even say, you know what, let's go ahead and do a credit check and get that done. I just need a couple more pieces of information. Social, uh, hit, hit me with that, boom. And then at that point, I'm, I'm almost like probably done with it. I send that information right to my client success manager and he does everything after that. I don't do any grind anymore. I spend about a 10 minute conversation up front. That's my process. That's what I do when they referred to me. So agents still feel that touch. Um, I don't just hand it off right away. Uh, that's just my process. Uh, it seems to work. And then it's all, and I introduced that person to say, my client success manager, Eric's going to get right a hold of you, or he's going to follow up with you in a few hours about, um, you know, what, what's going on with, with your qualification. So, and then I'm done. So, so I think, so, so one point that I want everybody to hear on this. So you hired him in 2018 or 2019 is in 2018, right? I hired him at, at no, um, uh, 19, uh, early part of 19, early, like early part of 19. So like the, there's money that we need to make and there's a life that we need to live. Right. And, and so you do fine with, with the money you make in 2018 to 2019. Um, and not in a bad way, but you hired this person, you only close 15 more loans. And we, we talk about what, like, I'm not saying only, but what you close 15 more loans with this guy yeah. wasn't about doubling and tripling the business. Right. It, it was, it was about your life. You, you're making plenty of money for your family. Yep. What, t- tell me about your life before and after. And, and you, you were mentioning something about like, you know, some jerk off on Facebook wanting to compare W2s with you too. And, and just, you know, explain to everybody really what, what this means. Cause like some of the richest people I know are the, some of the most unhappy mofos that I've ever met in my life too. Right, right. So I'll, I'll I'll answer your question this way. It was it was a person that I highly respect. I admired his business model. He's in a different state, different market, and I just and it took him a took a couple times for me to to really do it. But he he kept repeating this to me, and like I said, it took a couple times. But he kept saying, "Do you want to do a hundred percent of the work for a hundred percent of the commission, or do you want to do or you want to get seventy percent of the commission for ten percent of the work?" And I was like, yeah, but finally, once it kicked in, I was like, holy cow. Yeah, I want to do 10% of the work and get 70% of the commission. So I had to give up 30%. Now, the obstacle in my head, which was only in my head, that was only in my head. Because as you can see, my income went up. As soon as I hired someone, my income went up. 
it was only in my head because I kept thinking, I kept looking at that 30% and saying, gosh, I'm going to have to give somebody 60 or $70,000. That would have been my income. That's a lot of money. And, but then I had to keep going, but he's going to do 90% of the work. And ultimately then uh, it took two or three times, but when it did, it was like, of course. I'll give you, yeah. I'll give you another analogy to use Brian, John moving forward. It's uh, and, and I think Sean knows what I'm going to say. This is an analogy that we use to explain this very often. Okay. Would you rather have a hundred percent of a grape <laughs> or a half of a watermelon? Right. It's always half of the watermelon because it's bigger. Right. 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 So right. much bigger. So right. yeah, good stuff, man. Well, thanks yeah. for sharing that, dude. We just, I, I know Sean and I, inside next level, especially dude, we have actually seen it. Like we watch people go through this on a very, very consistent basis where they get out of the way of themselves. They let go of the minutia, yeah. the non-money making activities. That shit's still important to get done. Like it's yes. very, it has to, it's just as important. For sure. But you're just giving it to somebody to do it for you. And it's not a good use of our time if we want to scale our business. Now there are some loan officers out there. Well, I got the time to do it. Yeah. And you do, especially if you're building your business, that's part of the process that a lot of people won't really talk about. If you if you got two or three loans that you're closing a month, yes, you have the time to manage that. But when you get to a certain number of loans, I'd say six to eight loans a month, it starts becoming, uh, it's hard to scale from there without having some sort of an LOA or loan partner or somebody to help cover that minutia. So, so good stuff, man. Yeah. If I could also share, I mean, it, it, it's awesome. Every week we, we touch base during the week, but um, on a weekly basis, we do our pipeline call. Almost every week, guys, we're going through our pipeline call and there's a name, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna, you know, Lewinsky is <laughs> a friend of mine's last name. So he's, you know, Lewinsky and I'll be like, who's Lewinsky? And he'll be like, Oh, that was a person that I think you, um, they texted you or reach out to you, send them a text that, that Eric could be reaching out to you or your client success manager. I talked about six months ago. They're in contract now. They're all set. They contacted me and we're moving forward. They already sent me in the docs. I got it up. It's going to be with the underwriter. We should get approval tomorrow or the day after. I mean, it's that what moment every week that happens. Every week. Or a past client, John, that we did a year ago. Oh, they called because um, Eric's been working with me now, my client success manager. And the phone number is still the same and we pipes through and he says, oh, they wanted to refinance. So I got that going. I'm like, I'm making money by doing no work. I mean, that, that's so exciting to me. Or even a weekend on the weekend, I'm sitting with my family. I'm out at the beach with my family and he'll send me a text. And he has a life as well, too. And I respect that as well, too. But I love it because he'll go, oh, I just took application, this and this. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm sitting on the beach. Or I'm sitting on a boat and I'm making money and money's being deposited in my account. And the only trade off that I have to is my client success manager makes me do my Tuesday call, my Tuesday call, which all I do then on Tuesday is do warm, fuzzy calls. I call this call everybody in the pipeline. Hey, hey, Kenneth, how you doing? John Smith here. Hey, thanks for taking the application. I know Eric got you going last week, blah, 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 blah. Just want to touch base. Is there anything that our team can do for you? Is there anything that you're looking for? Any questions that we can help you with, my friend? Uh, no, I'm good. Or if they go, yeah, I was wondering about the status or whatever. I'd be like, great. I'll have Eric get on that and get you in information. Hang up. Boom. About an hour. I call my entire pipeline just to give a touch and money's being deposited in my account. It's an amazing feeling. Yeah. Beautiful. Seth. Um, 
John, we'll have to talk. I, I, we, we just hired somebody for, for our teams uh, who actually is taking even those calls off people's plates right now that, that, that we've designed here that we're rolling out. So uh, some, some more to come on that. Man, John, I, I appreciate you. Kenneth, like. Always good seeing you, Sean. I just, man, I just, I just wish the we romance could Romance is forever man. strong, bro. Uh, so, uh, so friends, our mission at, at next level is to move the needle for you and your business. If we're doing that in some way, please, whether you listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google, whatever your favorite podcast medium is, do us a favor, uh, go leave us a five-star review. Um, it, don't worry about what Kenneth says, just, just my side, like <laughs> make, make sure like you leave us a five-star review. We'll give him some of the credit for it as well too. And, uh, and we're traveling. We're going to be uh, having some events coming up this year. I know you're itching to get out. Check out loanofficerevents.com. We're going to be in Nashville soon. And, and we've got something else special planned in the wintertime for you all. So, so come see us. Come hang out. Recharge those batteries. And uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. John. Thanks, for John. Appreciate you. Thank you both so much. You bet. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, guys. No see you all.